Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 9. Let's get right to work. Transformative is what our message is today. Verse 34 says, while he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were fearful as they entered the cloud. Doesn't that sound familiar? Pillar of cloud by day. Because they're having their own little exodus experience. You know, remember the people were terrified on the mountain as they saw the thunderings and lightnings and the thick darkness of the cloud. Verse 35, and a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son, hear him. Notice the exclamation point. This is serious. This is, this is the dad voice. This is, hey. I saw this on Wednesday night. There was a kid running around after Awanas. He was like, his dad's like, hey, stop running. Kept running. And then dad got out of his chair and walked over there. And this kid was running through the pews like there, through the chairs like this. And he came over there and he's still like, hey. And the kid's like, ah, you know, (laughs) his eyes were huge. And he's like, you know, and then dad's like, don't, I tell you not to run. You don't run. And I'm like, I use that same voice with my kids. It's a little bit embarrassing in public, but hey, it's necessary. Straighten up, right? And he's telling Peter, be quiet. That's what he's telling Peter. Be quiet. I, I don't know about you, but I, I draw tremendous strength from Peter. As I read Peter's accounts and the things he says and the things he does, I'm just like, thank you, God. Because if he can use Peter and all of his faults and failures, he can use me and all my faults and failures. I mean, Peter's a unique guy. Think about it, just earlier in this chapter, it wasn't actually, it's recorded in the other Gospels, but in the event of him proclaiming that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus says, I'm going to be handed over to sinful man, I'm going to be, I'm going to be scourged and, and, handled, and I'm going to be crucified in Jerusalem, but then I'm going to, on the third day I'm going to rise from the grave. And Peter took, or Peter took Jesus aside and rebuked him, and Jesus said to Peter, get behind me, Satan, you're an offense to me. You're not mindful of the things of, of God, but the things of men. And so it's like this intense rebuke. And now he's being rebuked by the Father. And in about 12 years, he's going to be up on a rooftop in Joppa, and the Holy Spirit's going to say, Arise, Peter, kill and eat. And he's going to say, Not so, Lord. You don't say those words. Not so, Lord. And yet he says it, and then he says, Don't call what I've cleansed unclean. He's rebuked by the Holy Spirit. He's the only person I know of in the history of mankind who's been rebuked by all three members of the Godhead. Audibly. But it's true that Jesus often did take Peter, James, and John alone with him. Maybe they were the remedial group. I don't know. They were his inner circle. And, and I guess, you know, I, I think you can, you can, you can learn from these guys that they weren't the best and the brightest. You know, I mean, they made their mistakes. But, but is it because of their mistakes? Is it that remedial idea? Or, or is it because they were so zealous in the things that they did and said? even though oftentimes they were wrong, was it because of their eagerness that Jesus would take them with him? 
You remember James and John, they were, they, they saw the city of Samaria, didn't want Jesus to stay there. And, and so they said, do you want us to call down fire from heaven like Elijah? And Jesus is like, you don't know what spirit you're up. I came to seek and save that which is lost. You know, stop. Or that time when their mother came to Jesus, kneels down before him, and Peter, or James and John kneel down with her. And she says, Lord, when you enter your kingdom, can my boys be on your right hand and your left hand? And Jesus is like, you don't know what you ask. What was she asking for? To take the place of the thieves on the cross. Because you don't know what you ask. He says, are you willing to drink the cup that I'm going to drink of? We're willing, they say. But what about Peter? I mean, Peter's always the one to talk first, always the one to, the one to get out of the boat and to step out on the water. The one to say the dumb things. Was it because they were remedial? Or was it because they were eager? And they knew that they wanted to go. I want to go. I want to go. You know, whenever I go somewhere, it doesn't matter where it is, my kids all come to me. Can I go? Can I go? Where are you going? I'm going to the dentist. Can I go? Seriously? They, I'm not kidding. And they beg me. Can I please go? No, you can't go to the dentist. Where are you going? Oh, Jaron broke his arm. We're going to the, we're going to the ER. Can I go? No, you can't go. What am I going to do with you at the ER? You know, I want to go. I just want to go. You know, it's funny because after service last night, I was standing back there and I was, can I go with you? Can I go with you? No, go with mom. I want to go with you. And all the people were listening and like, you're right. They do do that, you know. Like, ah. But it was because they're eager. Was it because of their eagerness? I think I think that sometimes as we we look at Jesus and and the ones that he takes with him, he would take with him because they were the eager ones. And as faulty as they were, and as 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 boneheaded as they could be, and I think that's true. It doesn't matter who you are. Jesus is looking for whosoever will to show his glory to. Can I go? Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1 says, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And if you have no money, come and buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. That call is to everyone. Or, or on that last day of the great feast in John chapter 7, verse 39, the day of the great feast when Jesus stood up and cried, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not given yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Is he calling us? Yes. All you are heavy laden and burdened, come to me and you will find rest for your soul. Anyone who lacks wisdom, let him ask God and he will give to him liberally. There's all these, all these calls out to anybody who's thirsty, who's hungry, who's empty, who's burdened, come to me. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they will be filled. And so he's asking us to come and he says, acknowledge that you lack. And yet I think oftentimes we just think, you know what? I don't want to bother God. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. Everything's good. I don't need anything. I don't want to burden God with my problems. I don't, I don't have to go. Let somebody else go. I don't have to be out front. I don't want to be out front. I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I have enough. I'm rich and in need of nothing. Remember, that's what the church of Laodicea said. I don't need anything. And Jesus said, oh, yeah, but you're poor, blind, miserable, and naked. Buy from me gold refined in the fire. Buy from me. How much? 
free to anybody who comes. How much? Well, it will cost you everything. It's free, but it will cost you everything. It will cost you saying, okay, I don't want to live life for myself anymore. I'm willing to give that up so that I can live the life that you have for me. It's free. It's freely given. But it's that life crucified with Christ, yet I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It is that crucified life. Come and die and become what I want you to be. And then, and then as you climb that mountain, you'll see his glory. I've noticed something is when we determine to hear him, not only will his glory be revealed to us, but he transforms us. We never leave his presence the same as when we entered it. He changes us. So the Father says, This is my beloved Son. Hear Him. Verse 36. And when the voice had ceased, Jesus found Jesus was found alone, but they kept quiet and told no one in those days any of the things that they had seen. I, I'm sure, just like you and me, Peter, James, and John would have loved to have a moment just to talk to Elijah and, Eli- and, and Moses and just ask questions and, and just... Or have the opportunity just to gain insight, just to listen to what these guys had to say and just to gain insight and to soak in the moment of what these guys had to say. And I, I have I have benefited from so many people pouring into me, sitting at lunch with Chuck Smith and just listening to him and the things that he had to say, or having Justin Alfred pull me aside, ask him a question, he pulled me aside and spent two hours talking to me about the thing that I had to ask him about. Or the time I spent with Bill Holdridge or, or my friend David Roper or Mark Brewster or any of these guys who have been spent so much to me as they've poured into me and spent time with me and talked to me for hours on the phone and worked through things with me and helped me through struggles and helped me through trials and helped me through all these things. I love every one of those guys, but none of them can replace Jesus. The Father is clear on this. Hear Jesus. Let Him be the voice that you know. Let Him be the voice that you hear. I think we can gain great benefit from listening to sermons and hearing people and reading good books. I think we can gain great benefit from those things. But as Christians, we need to develop our palate for God's Word first and Jesus to be the primary voice that we hear. Why? Because every Christian book you, you will find, there's probably errors in it. There's probably wrong thinking in it. We see through glass darkly. We will not find that in the Bible. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.